Ow, that hurt. I sounded weird too. I was like, yeah. I'm a robot. <laughs> All right, let me, third time's the charm. It is. It always is. It's been <laughs> okay. a while. It's okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to A Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a grade school teacher taste, review, and grade America's coffee roasters, craft beer breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday at 7 a.m. And I, of course, am Joe. And I am also, as always, of course, joined by. Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. And we also have bonus content now on patreon.com slash a grade podcast. So if you want to see behind the scenes, pictures, photos, other content, our grading report card of other places we've been to, check us out there. And uh, there's a lot of behind the scenes content, pictures that we take, that sort of stuff that don't always make it on our Instagram, which you should check us out on as well. It's just a grade. You can find us there too, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a grade podcast on Instagram. Yeah. And I guess we can get started right away because we are very excited being back on the road. We actually have done uh, some back and forth episodes between traveling and being back at home. And I think based on our experiences so far, we really like the on the road episodes, right? Yeah. And it's really fun because right now we're recording in a hotel room. So we pack yeah. up all of the podcast equipment. We are able to go see a couple of breweries and coffee shops in in one weekend. And we have a lot of fun doing that. Well, I should mention as well, I have no idea how this audio quality is going to come out, like was the case with our Providence road trip. And luckily it came out good. Those yeah. episodes sounded great, but you never know being in a hotel room. There's only so much, so many factors you can take into account. So hopefully this episode records, let alone it sounds good. So if it sounds at all a little wonky compared to our normal episodes, apologies. But yeah, today we actually are starting uh, this week's episode with a craft beer brewery we went to right yeah we are in beacon new york right now yeah. which is about an hour and 15 minutes north of new york city so we got to drive up into the hudson valley with the beautiful fall foliage so this has been a really cool trip so far yeah so that right away is an interesting point to reference that if you are a new york city person or even if you live in other major cities not too far away it's an interesting destination maybe for a day trip if you're close enough or even an overnight trip, which is sort of what we're doing, right? Yeah. So for today, we are reviewing Hudson Valley Brewery. Yeah. And we should mention as well, for those who are joining us for the first time, the grading rubric categories, right? Right. So the first category is atmosphere and ambiance. We have service, beer, and maybe my favorite, food. Yeah. So we have those four grading rubric categories, and we sort of uh, kind of try to come to a consensus at the end for an overall final letter grade, right? Yes. For so yeah, we have each of the categories, we put them all together and we give each place a total grade. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's dive into uh, this brewery. Yeah. So do you want to start with atmosphere and ambiance? What were your initial impressions when we first got there? Well, the Uber ride was interesting. <laughs> we did take a really interesting Uber ride that threw me off. And I should also say that when we went to this brewery, um, today it was raining. So mm -hmm. this was the first time we've been to a brewery where we didn't really have a great option to sit outside, which definitely impacts the experience a little bit. Well, that's interesting because it was it wasn't really rainy. It was kind of cloudy and a little drizzly. So there were actually more people sitting outside at this brewery than there were inside because it was still fallish weather, kind of cool. It was pretty nice out. But yeah, I, I know what you mean, where if it had started raining, it would have been uh, for lack of a better term, a shit show because mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there was only so much space inside, which is fine. I mean, that's how it happens. But yeah, it's not like there were umbrellas or coverings or awnings outside. So I don't know what happens if it starts raining there. But I, I assume people 
just migrate inside. Yeah, which is it is kind of a big space inside because, well, yeah, let's get into the atmosphere and ambiance, yeah. the first grading rubric category. Uh, one of the more interesting places I think we've been to for the pure fact that it, you're actually in the brewery. And when I say you're in the brewery, like most places we've been to, even if the, you feel as if you're in sort of the inner workings, there's still kind of a separation. You're, you're kind of uh, tilted barn comes to mind where the upstairs seating overlooked the big tanks fermenters or whatever. And you could sort of see what was going on, but it was still kind of different or uh, you have normally a separate tap room where you sit and you enjoy the beers and then the production facilities are normally in a different spot, whether it's, you know, you can see them or not is, you know, kind of up in the air. But at Hudson Valley Brewing, you are in the production spot. Well, even Six Harbors, they had the fermenters right behind the bar, which mm-hmm. was really cool. And I've seen that at other places. But here, you're kind of surrounded by the, the tanks on one side. And the even the canning machine was kind of right across from us where these other people were sitting. And I think it looked like a manager's workstation or something. Right to my right, there was... I very distinctly <laughs> remember there was a, a thing... A, little cup holder full of scissors and then another cup holder full of forks and then just a giant can of what i think was peanut butter filled pretzels yeah they actually looked really good yeah i kind of wish that they offered peanut <laughs> butter filled pretzels on the table yeah but we were kind of just looking at the manager's office right yeah. there out in the middle of the brewery right next yeah. to our table so it's an interesting atmosphere and ambiance category grading vibe for me because i've never felt that far into a production facility and i kind of liked it because I, in some ways, it was very dim, too. It was very dark. I do have th- thoughts about that. It was by far the darkest brewery I've ever been to. And it wasn't as if that's part of necessarily an intended vibe, I thought. like I Obviously, what I mean by that is if you go to a really fancy restaurant, sometimes the lights are dimmed because that's part of the atmosphere and ambiance. I don't know why it was so dim. I mean, I would imagine from maybe a brewing perspective, like I know lights and stuff or sunlight at least is really bad for beer especially at certain parts of the processing or the storage i don't know if artificial lights are part of that uh effect on on different parts of beer and beer processes but yeah it was like just very dim right i actually felt that it was almost a little bit disorienting how dim it was um when i was thinking about it there was very light music playing and it was? was very dim and very quiet. I didn't hear any music. The, there was music playing. It I was never hear the music. Sad though. music. Like there was a lot of depressing music on the radio. Are you sure this wasn't in your own head? One hundred percent. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll I do we'll, sometimes. We'll need somebody else music. to go and verify no, this. Because... There was music playing. It was it was very light, twangy type country music on in the background. Oh, I might have just blocked that. And out. it was very quiet. But I actually wrote down in my my journal when we were there that. That combined with the cloudy weather, the dim lights, and the light music, it almost was a very sleepy feel. Mm, like Sleepy Hollow, which probably yeah. isn't far from where we were in upstate New York, <laughs> No, right? we're not far from Sleepy Hollow so at all. So maybe it's appropriate. Yeah, it was, it was really bizarre. And even when we walked over to the bathrooms, it was so dark over by the bathrooms. I felt like we shouldn't have even been back there. They should have set up a spooky walk type thing because it's almost <laughs> Halloween. I feel as if that could have actually worked really helped. well. Yeah. I, well, yeah, you felt as if when I used the bathrooms, I thought this is definitely the same as the employee bathroom. Am I supposed to be back maybe, here? Maybe That's not, how I but, felt. Yeah. The bathrooms, I will also say, were... Bathroom corner. Uh, yeah, the bathroom corner. <laughs> so for those of you joining us for the first time, 
I'm apparently the bathroom grading guy because a clean bathroom is important. And in fact, many people in various industries who listen to the podcast agree with me. They say clean bathroom is very important. This is a really big deal that you don't think about when you go to a place. Yeah, the bathroom was fine. It was fine. It was clean. It was dark. It was dark. Uh, Didn't the sink not really work, though? the hot water yeah. didn't really work i yeah. mean it was fine there was no hot water there was only cold no there water was hot sink, water but the, it was a very always, slow trip you know i notice when there's something that you don't like you just say it doesn't exist <laughs> there was no hot water no there was hot water it, it was just, very limited it was it was just it was slower than the cold yeah. water yeah so there is hot water there folks yeah. don't, don't listen to her insane interpretation of reality um yeah so i i don't know uh, there's a lot of little things like that because so here's my consensus on the atmosphere and ambiance. And I'm really curious. I've been really curious what you thought about this. Because as we always say, we only say, we try not to say too much while we're there or even before we record. Because it's interesting to kind of ruminate <laughs> and then reflect. But I felt as if this was a place, and this gets into eventually the beer, where their focus is on making a very specific type of beer and doing it very well. And like they have made it into a tap room as well because that's part of featuring the beer but that's not really their prerogative and what i liked about it was that sometimes when i've been in a place where that's the vibe it sort of feels a little pushy as if you know just come and get cans and get out but this place i still felt like they wanted you to hang out there and again that i don't want to get too much into that because that gets into service experience and that sort of thing but i did feel very comfortable there and i felt as if i could stay there for a while uh, minus the flies, of course, because yeah. there were flies. But that was everywhere that we were. It's just apparently that time of year. So I kind of don't judge that as harshly, maybe. But that was sort of my impression. I don't know what you think, though. Yeah, I think even despite what I said about the darkness and how it felt a little bit sleepy, I was really comfortable there. The mm. actual room that we were in was really cool with the yeah. big vaulted high ceilings. It's almost that warehouse feel. Um, the outdoor seating looked really nice. There was like an outdoor garden that you can kind of sit in, like a beer garden with with lights. Mm -hmm. I, I was just, it was just a little bit too cold for me to sit outside. I think it would have been a different atmosphere experience if we would have sat outside. Mm. I liked some of the small touches. They had a lot of plants. The seats were really comfortable. Um, the tables were cool. I didn't hate it. I felt really comfortable sitting there for a while. I almost wish we would have stayed a little bit longer especially mm -hmm. after our next experience at our next bar. You know, I don't want to compare, but yeah. um, I do. I, I wish we would have stayed at would, would have stayed at Hudson Valley a little bit longer. I, I, this is part of atmosphere and ambiance, but I have to say that I love their logo and I love the labels on the beer cans. Yeah, that's it's part simple, of it. But it's, it's simple. There's like good. just shapes like triangles and a circle. So it kind of looks like the mountains, but it's really simple. I'll put a picture up on the Instagram and you can just search their website as well. Uh, I really liked the logo and that's important for me. Yeah. I feel as if I, we say this too, that you'll, I mean, you do have to compare, right? Your yeah. experiences are somewhat always going to be subjective because it is to some extent dictated by what else you have experienced. And I, I sort of feel much more positively about this atmosphere and ambiance experience compared to the next place that we went to which you'll probably hear the episode next week oh, well unless we do that but yeah. we release that before i don't know what order we're yeah. going to release them in but you will if you haven't already heard about this <laughs> other place and again we haven't talked about that place yet but i can almost guarantee you it's not going to get the same <laughs> atmosphere and ambiance yeah. score as this one for all sorts of reasons 
Uh, but it boils down to the fact that, like you said, I would have much rather just stayed at this place and kept hanging out. Uh, hands down, 100%, and not also, even close. on a sunny day, there were some really cool things. For example, you could walk across the street was a park and there was a creek. Yeah. And there were, t- there were tables out there. There was a food truck yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. I, I just felt like maybe if it was a sunny day, I would have had a way more positive experience mm-hmm. with the atmosphere and ambiance. And I, I can see that very clearly. So my grade is probably going to be higher than you expect it to be, even despite the dimness. Yeah. I'm finding more and more, as we were just saying, that my atmosphere and ambiance grade, it takes into account all these factors, but it's sort of like some of the other categories we'll talk about where I kind of come back to these core questions. And in the case of atmosphere and ambiance, it's, am I comfortable? And I was. So I think I know my score for atmosphere uh, and do, ambiance. I do too. Yes. Uh, do you want me to go? Yeah, you go first. I'm going to go B. That was my score, a B. Oh, nice. Okay. I know people like when we disagree a little oh, bit. Oh, we're going to disagree <laughs> at some point. Trust me. <laughs> but I think this is a B atmosphere and ambiance. It's a place that yeah. I didn't say wow at any point. Yeah. But, but I don't think I that's also, what they're going for. I, I also don't think that's necessary. Yeah. I, I don't think that's necessary at all. I felt really comfortable. I enjoyed yeah. it there. I would 100% go back. Oh, yeah. And I would highly recommend that people sit there. They have a really awesome takeout experience there. This is getting close to the... I, I, I want, should save some of this for the end. But Whatever. the atmosphere and ambiance is good enough that I think it's a cool place to just sit and chill. Yeah. Even though there are takeout options. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. Uh, which leads us to our next category. Service. Service. Uh, so what are your thoughts? I'm curious. You start. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a little bit... I, I'm going to definitely talk this one out a little bit. When we first got there, I thought that the beer tender was super knowledgeable. Oh, she, yeah. 100%. She was yeah. awesome. She knew more about the beers on the menu than a lot of places that we've been where people are just like, eh, if you like something like get the Pilsner or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. she was really knowledgeable. She was she knew every single beer that was on the menu. And it does seem like their menu changes very yep. often, almost weekly based on whatever they're brewing. And she was able to give us really good suggestions. She checked mm-hmm. us out real quick in and out. I, I thought it was a good service experience. We didn't have any long conversation but it was also you know it was starting to get a little bit busy so they keep kind of everything moving mm-hmm. I, I didn't have any problems with the service at all yeah i i really appreciated too that it's interesting what you said how knowledgeable she was and the fact that she knew not only the beers what their styles and their profiles were but she was talking about the brewing process too sort of what goes into those beers which is even more impressive at a brewery like that like you say where and she acknowledged this the fact that they they do lots of different beers based on the season and uh just rotating different ones in and out and trying new things so that's all the more impressive to me but i sort of feel the same way again i i sort of stack that against other brewery experiences where i've had just kind of longer even more engaging conversations, which is not at all a, a criticism or anything like that. It's just sort of a comparison of how comfortable I felt in that regards. So I think overall, I was really satisfied with the service experience. And similarly with the food truck, the pizza truck, I think so far, the best food truck experience we've probably had, the dude was super chill. And he was, we asked him about the cheese on the pizza because well, I don't want to talk too much about that, I guess. But uh, he knew all about it. He knew where it came from, again, similarly. So overall, I was very impressed with the the service. Yeah, and I think this is a really popular brewery. Mm-hmm. People come from all over, I think, to get their beers, to do mm-hmm. takeout, and to still get that kind of experience where you don't feel rushed and you feel like you can actually talk to the person. Again, 
I felt like all the employees that worked here gen- seemed to really like working there, yeah. which is a good vibe. Nobody felt stressed. No one felt overwhelmed, even as it got a little more crowded. Even the girls that were just walking around and bussing and cleaning up the plates and stuff from our table, I thought that was really cool. They were really nice. They were fine. I was satisfied. Yeah. Uh, do you have a grade? Start me off. <laughs> Tell me your grade. Uh, this is hard because, I again, I feel as if another factor involved is sort of the whole thing with flights like sample uh, not sample beers but again getting individual pours of beer so that's a big thing that you're obsessed with at breweries is basically for those of you who don't know a flight is a series of you can usually pick four or five or six different beers and get smaller pours of them so you get to try a bunch which is particularly cool at a brewery that has a bunch of different styles or again very distinct flavors of a certain type of style like they had here which we'll talk about in a moment in the next category about the beer itself and they didn't quite have flights but they had shorter pours and you could get two at a time which was kind of fine in a way because they were such distinct flavored beers but at the same time again it was one of those situations where ironically you could sort of figure it out by tasting them because they're so unique and they have such descriptive flavor profiles but at the same time you're kind of doing work to figure out and not mix them up so i i'm curious if that's something that you bothered you or because you've had beef with that before I, I have had beef with that before i i struggle when i don't have a flight option for trying out different beers but i felt like there was a very what were there eight beers on tap uh maybe 10 eight to 10 yeah so i felt like we were able to try a lot of them just between the two of us like two and two and two yeah. and then we did we tried six beers total out of the 10 which was actually kind of cool, even though they didn't have flights. I feel, yeah. still felt like we were able to try a lot of it, but I'm going to factor that more into my beer grade than my service grade. Interesting. Okay. Because I yeah, do that's think, what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, I do think they they must get very busy there because their their to go options yeah. are so they do a lot of to go orders. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe that's why they don't do flights. I'm noticing that a lot of the bigger breweries, the more popular ones, are the ones that are not doing flights. And I wonder if that's maybe a convenience thing. Like, could it be because they're very crowded and flights take a little bit longer? Yeah, that's a big part of it. So I think. it's almost like as you get bigger, you lose the flight option. Yeah. I mean, a lot of places that we've been like Tilted Barn, Tilted Barn. was like that, right? Yeah. yeah so I'm going to go A minus for service, actually. I was really impressed. And again, it's a place that I would go back to. And I could see even getting to know some of the people there. I always we come back to this question, too, of were like for every individual category. Did you feel wow? And I felt very engaged, but again, we've been to other places like Whistlepunk comes to mind where the service experience and just talking to people and you have, I have had other experiences where they give you samples and the brewer talks to you and gives you samples and that sort of thing. Uh, so I didn't, again, get blown away in that regards, but again, still an A minus I think is outstanding overall for me. I'm shocked. Yeah. I, I'm shocked that you gave the service an Why? A grade right now. Why? It was great. Because I, I, my gut was going to give it a B, which is fine. It, it's fine, but I didn't feel that, you know, that A grade spark for the service. Well, that's why I gave A And minus. I felt it for other, I felt it for other things, you know, like other aspects of the brewery, which we'll get to. But yeah, I the service to me, I thought was C is average. C is yeah. adequate, satisfactory, right? Yeah. I thought this was above that, but I, I didn't feel like it was A. Now, you're also a little bit better at like small talk. Well, I was talking about talking like to people. <laughs> We're like different ty- styles we, of beers. Yeah. And, like, 
Yeah, I was talking about my brother and yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I think that if I was maybe by myself, I wouldn't have had as good of a conversation. So that's why I think B for me is fair. Yeah, and that's so that's your fault for being a rube, but. (gasps) That's my own. <laughs> Not everybody that's going to go into places are going to be experts at it. So well, I, that's I think fa- that's a B is enough. still yeah. fair. I yeah. think a B is still fair. Well, this is the difference between just sort of my experience and your experience, which is fine. Yeah. And you'll get a range if you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. But n- you sort of know why one experience is based on what it's based on. Exactly. That's the idea. Exactly. Now we get to the fun part. I'm really excited to talk beer. about beer. So yeah, why don't you start? I loved the beer. Which is fascinating because I should say a couple of things. First of all, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to, my brother's going to kill me for this, but I would consider this to be a sour brewery. And what I mean by that is that they feature sour beers. That seems to be the vibe. If you look on the menu, most of the beers are sours. And a sour beer, if you haven't had one, uh, it's a distinct experience, right? It's exactly what it sounds like. It's sour, it, it tastes a little more, um, seltzery a no. lot of their beers se- taste it take it over <laughs> <laughs> well sours aren't in- inherently seltzery Go there ahead. was no your reason you're saying that is because the first beer on the menu said something about sparkling wine f- flavor yeah. profile there anyways uh, my brother's gonna kill you for saying that i guarantee <laughs> it um because he's a brewer uh but yeah they so they had a lot of sour beers um and sour beers are very distinct in the sense that they're almost um i again it's not a direct comparison but it reminds me of kombucha for some reason i felt like i had been drinking kombucha all day when we left and i was walking down the street i was like oh geez i have kombucha burps you know um but it's a very uh, again sort of unique um vibe and flavor and it's not for everyone I definitely know people who would go to that brewery and they just don't like sours. It's like any other style of beer. Some people don't like stouts because they're they're too you know dark and whatever. Um, and other people don't like IPAs because they're too fruity uh, and bitter or whatever, right? There's all sorts of reasons why people really gravitate towards some beers and not others. So if you really don't like sour beers, I could see somebody not enjoying the, the, these beers because they just don't like that style. Right? Yeah, because even, you know... I have a friend in in Beacon right now. Shout out to Maria if she's listening. But she was asking kind of where we would go. And I know she probably wouldn't like a sour beer. So I didn't even recommend Hudson Valley, even though the beers were great, because I knew she might not find something on that menu that she would like. However, I should also mention that you typically hate sour beers. Is that fair to say? That is fair. And I, as I was trying beers, I thought, I actually think you will like the sour because they were so, and this is what I really appreciated about this brewery. Their beers were so uh, almost expertly or artistically crafted. Mm-hmm. You really got a sense that they knew what they were doing with each of their beers very distinctly. And so they weren't just punch you in the face sours, the, the beers that just taste sour. They had very complex flavor profiles. There, there was one that was lavender. There was, an, uh, I think, a honey lavender. And you could taste it was the deli- honey and, it was and the lavender. It was probably the cleanest smoothest beers i've had maybe ever really i felt like the, for a sour beer for sours yeah they were I agree. so smooth yeah, really and good so clean yeah and th- even the way they looked they looked light and refreshing mm-hmm. and bubbly the beers themselves were beautiful yeah. and they were in these really beautiful glasses i'll post some on the instagram but the beers looked fresh yeah they looked refreshing um, I just I really enjoyed the sour beers, even the ones that were too sour for me that I did not like. I could appreciate 
the taste of them and the flavor of them. And I found two or three beers that I would go back and drink more. Where like, yeah. for example, when we were at Tilted Barn, which specializes in IPAs, right. I didn't yeah. find one that I, that I really loved. And here I found probably like two that I loved and a couple that I said, wow, that's really good. Yeah, I said, hmm, that's really interesting because they were so unique. And I should say too that I'm not a huge fan of sour beers either. It's not on my list. Like I can appreciate a good sour beer, but it's not what I go to de facto when I'm looking up breweries. Oh, I want one that has lots of sours. Uh, there's a lot of other styles of beer that I, again, that's just a personal preference. I sort of will go to uh, before a sour, but I was very impressed having said that. And this was something that we did talk about where I sort of said, I think the way you have to assess this style of beer or any style of beer really is like you don't go to a French restaurant and give it a bad grade because you were expecting or wanting Mexican food. That's kind of an absurd expectation then, right? And it's kind of the same thing with a, a brewery like this where it's not as if they have one sour and then a bunch of other beers and those are all bad. That's different. They are clearly really leaning into this style of beer and this vibe and they crush it uh, pretty well. I will say too, in terms of my beer grade that I'm going to give, that I do feel as if even then that they also clearly know how to do IPAs and I would have liked maybe some non-sour <laughs> options. Yeah. I think there were there were some. There were some. Well, even the Pilsner was sour. Yeah, there were some. And again, it's I feel like it's... Is it absurd for me to ask for just give me an IPA? Because I feel like you clearly know how to do it. I don't know. But I feel pretty good with my beer grade, I think. I don't know about you, though. I know mine. Yeah. Okay. And I feel pretty... I feel pretty confident about it i'm very curious i have no idea what you're gonna Can I say. go first yeah i'm gonna give the beer an a what i liked what? the beer that much what i know you're shocked but i liked the beer. no i'm not shocked i'm blown I, away i liked the beer that much i i am stunned stunned i thought the beer was stunned. so refreshing that's unbelievable i so if you're joining us for the first time this is groundbreaking <laughs> groundbreaking news folks play the fireworks i'm gonna play i'm gonna insert fireworks insert fireworks time stamp it 26 minutes into the episode i'm gonna put in fi i might not put in fireworks i don't I'll give out a lot of a's i think i'm i'm a harsher grader when yeah. it comes to giving out a's and i don't give them out lightly yeah but i thought this beer was phenomenal i said wow multiple times and i don't like sours Maybe that's impacting my Maybe grade a little it, bit yeah. is the fact that this is not a style of beer that I gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. I thought it was phenomenal. Interesting. I loved the beer. Yeah. I would want to go back like tonight and go get a full glass of um, the Pilsner sour mm -hmm. or the, um, the, was it an IPA sour that we Th had? The there, second were, one? there were some IPA sours. Yeah. yeah. I, I liked even the ones that I didn't like. I knew they were good. Exactly. Yeah, and, that's what I was and saying. And that yeah. to me is is really really refreshing. I I feel confident with giving their beer an A. Yeah, I'm gonna go D minus. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> totally <laughs> kidding. You, if you could see my face right now, I was like, what? <laughs> I can't even follow through with that joke. No, I'm gonna go A minus for the beers. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, I, great. I I feel very strongly for all the reasons that you say. Um, I have had maybe a lot more experience with sours just in general because you mm -hmm. tend to just avoid them like the plague. I do. I don't drink them. And I think this these beers are are up there. Again, I I I, I even sort of agree with as we say this sometimes, I actually maybe agree with your grade more, but I think it's fine that we then have that balance for that reason because I understand everything that you're saying. I just feel as if again for me, when they're talking about IPAs and, and oats and stuff, 
that can be such a great beer and i'm kind of surprised that they they just don't have one like that but again that's not even something that they necessarily need to do i would love to come back to this brewery in another season and see what else they have to offer yeah. right yeah and yeah. i also feel strongly about the a because i think that anytime i go anywhere i'm going to compare the sours to hudson valley oh yeah, yeah. i'm going to say I, I was it as fair. good as hudson valley no yeah, I think, that, I think that's <laughs> so. Fair. Whenever yeah. I think of that, where I'm going to remember it for a long time and use it as my bar, mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. And and she said, our bartender, she said right away, we do sours. Oh, yeah. That's what we do here. Yeah. It's kind of like Tilted Barn. We do IPAs here. So mm-hmm. she told us right up front what, what she does, but I felt like the descriptions of the sours were so clear that I was able to pick out yeah. exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And it was spot on. Yeah. The lavender honey description was spot on and we don't always see that in in descriptions. It's funny because I think my grade is sort of what, what you usually do yeah. where you say, well, I didn't say wow. And yeah. that is a thing though. When I go to a brewery, I will say wow. And that's usually when I give an A for a category like beer. And I didn't. And again, that's not to say I didn't love them, right? Yeah. I, there were still several there that I absolutely loved. But I think, again, if we're squabbling over an A minus A, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Like, I think that's that's probably the highest we've done so far yeah. on the podcast. So take that into consideration, uh, uh, Hudson Valley Brewing. Good if you job, are Hudson Valley. Because you've done a fantastic <laughs> job. Yeah. yeah. Um, which leads us to food. 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 Yeah. Mm. Go. Uh, I think you're going to be surprised with. Can I just give you my? uh, Well, I should say what they have. Yeah, say what they have, and then go right for your grade. Okay, if you're confident, because I'm confident. Let's just go right at it. I'm confident. Let's get right to it. They had a pizza truck. Uh, I'm going to say it was A grade pizza. It was so we're from Long Island, New York, and if you know anything about Long Island, New York, other than being loud and obnoxious, Long Islanders uh, claim that they have great pizza. Hot take. Oh man, I'm about to alienate. Oh us man! Hard. If you like pizza, just hit the forward hit, thirty seconds yeah, like just, four times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just skip ahead thirty seconds because uh, hot take. In my professional opinion, Long Island pizza is trash. It's so gross because they it's all the same and they all use BS Polio grocery store cheese mostly, and it's just soupy. It's not good. It's not well done. It's not well cooked. It's mostly trash, honestly. I can't find good pizza. Again, if you go closer to New York City, there's some absolutely knockout A-grade pizza. But just like suburban uh, strip mall pizza, it's not good, right? So it's so hard for us to normally get great pizza. This pizza tasted so good. The cheese, which I went back to ask the guy about. I forget where he said they get it from some some place, some Italian place in Brooklyn or the Bronx or something like that unbelievable it i mean i can't say enough about like the crust and the flavor and the, the garlickiness the of it flour they the basil used, the basil the it, cheese and then that other pie that we saw those other people got that was like half pepperoni half regular i was like can we order another and we know, did, i want to try all of the flavors and you know me i am a sucker for i need crispy pizza yeah and this still again on the flop scale it was a little floppy but Flavor wise, it was. I, I mean, can, what other pizza have we had that's better than this? Name I can't me. think of better pizza and we that were around, we've ever had. And, and we were around the country this summer and went to pizza places in the middle of the country in Portland, Oregon. I don't think we had pizza this good. I don't, I don't think, think we, it was close. Yeah, we've purposely looked for really good pizza and have not found it. And today, yeah. by kind of like by accident, we didn't know that there was, I didn't know there was going to be a pizza food truck there. I don't know if they're always there, yeah. but that pizza was 
Avery I also love their pizza. menu. The menu. The menu, they had one option and it said, I don't know if I can say this on the podcast, but it said it was called a PAF pie. Say it. As pepperoni as fill in the blank. And again, it, that sort of reminded me of Whistlepunk in Spokane, which we gave an A grade to uh, just on our trip, not on the podcast because it was before we started doing the podcast. But we love that menu because it was witty like that. It, it just would curse at you and stuff. It was really funny. When the menu makes you laugh, they're doing something right. And it usually, in our experience, if a menu makes you laugh, the food seems to be spectacular too. <laughs> it's like they're confident enough yeah. in the food to joke. So honestly, I mean, it wasn't like, I don't know if there were other options, but I don't really need there to be if the pizza is that good. And if this were a pizza place, uh, I mean, I might even give that pizza place an A, even though, again, it wasn't a hundred percent what i prefer in terms of the crispiness of it it was still really well done it was great overall i'm gonna give the food an a i loved it i thought it was awesome i thought it was great for what we wanted in that vibe and i wanted to try more of those pizzas i agree i also would give it an a oh nice the pizza was phenomenal yeah the, it's great the brick you could see the brick oven in the truck Mm -hmm. the truck was so cool the whole experience was so cool pizza pair paired with the beer really well you know, it's not like when we went to a place and got fish, a fish truck at the brewery. Yeah. Sometimes like, it's like, an interesting vibe. Yeah. The, this was a good vibe. This was a really good vibe. It was really easy to order. It came out right away. Yep. And they brought it right to your table. I mm -hmm. didn't even care that we didn't have any utensils or silverware or or plates or anything because the pizza was so good. They just but gave you didn't us need it. napkins. We didn't even need it. Isn't that funny how sometimes... You didn't even need it. Sometimes we go to a place and... I, for whatever reason, again, you do need those things. Yeah. But here, uh, everything you need. You had pizza on a awesome pizza on a cardboard box. It wasn't in a cardboard box. It, it was took ten minutes. Yeah, it was out on of the brick <laughs> oven. You could taste the fire, like the flame. Yeah. It was so good. It was great. Yeah. It was great. It paired with the sours. I don't know. So is well. the pizza truck there every day, or I don't do they know. rotate? I'm gonna look that up right. while we're I, yeah. giving our. Final. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they have other food trucks, but if they have that pizza truck there. Uh, yeah, you want to go. You want to check it out for sure. Yeah. So a, exciting. A-grade a a food, A-grade beer. Yeah, I mean, we, what we're, more could you ask we for? We were talking about there was a pizza truck by us, I don't know, maybe a year ago, yeah. and we went and checked out, and that was not what this was. No. It was just bleh. Soggy. Yeah, this was <laughs> awesome. It was everything we wanted. It was so wanted. good. I, I enjoyed my beer and my pizza so immensely yeah. that it infiltrated my love for the beer and the pizza infiltrated my whole experience. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that leads us to the final countdown. Right? Okay. So let me go over our hour. Yeah. Final, what do we have? What did we get so card. far? So for atmosphere and ambiance, Joe gave a B. I gave a B. For service, Joe gave an A minus. I gave a B. For beer, Joe gave an A minus. I gave an A. For food, Joe gave an A. I gave an A. Do you know what I'm just realizing now too? Why you probably gave a lower grade for the service? And why I think I might agree with your service grade more was because this was another thing that we've seen at big breweries compared to smaller ones. You can't sit at the bar. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Um, which is, again, that's just a reality of sometimes how they're set up. But we really do like breweries like where you can at sit at the bar and talk to the, the beer tender or brewer Such or a good whoever. Point. That's, I, I think, because I was thinking your grade made so much more sense to me in some yeah. ways. And I think that's sort of why. But I think I know my overall grade. But I just wanted to mention that because I just realized that was a point about atmosphere and ambiance and service that I forgot to mention. You kind of walk up to the bar. Yeah. It's just kind of it's there. It's like kind of like to go. It, it's yeah, they like just a, insert, like inserted you, everything in the, inside yeah. the brewery, which is cool. You but. walk up to the bar, you get your beer, you go to your table. Yeah. It's right. not 
a sit down at the bar experience yeah. at all. Yeah, so whatever. But uh, I think I know my overall grade. I think I'm confident. I think I am too. Okay. Drum roll. Drum roll. Three, two, one grade. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually don't know what you're going to say. Sometimes I'm like, sometimes I know your grade. I guess you're great. And I start analyzing it before you <laughs> give it. I actually don't know this time. I actually, yeah. Um, I think I know. I think I know. Oh, do you need time? I, I can no. ramble if you need time. No. Okay. I do want to hear you ramble, but I think I know my score. I think I've done enough of that <laughs> for the people. Um, three, two, one, great. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Three, three two, two, one, one A, a minus. minus. Nice. Yes. Well, that makes our <laughs> podcast overall grade really simple, right? Yes. Uh, I guess we give Hudson Valley Brewery an A minus. Which is fantastic. I think that's uh, tied for the best grade that we've given on the podcast for a brewery, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's right up there with the best of them. And I think, again, my consensus or assessment is that if you like sour beers or you want to try sour beers, even if you haven't tried them and you want to experience them, this is the place to go to. I mean, of course, there's other breweries that do fantastic jobs with sour beers throughout the country, really. You know, some beers are kind of like, I mean, whatever. You can basically find a lot of styles in a lot of places. But um, yeah, if you're anywhere near this area or you want to do a trip to this area, it's a really cool town, too. I was going to say that. It's totally worth checking out, right? I was going to say that uh, Hudson Valley Brewing, we didn't really bring this up too much, but the beers are delicious. The food is delicious. It's in an awesome downtown where you literally have a, a cute downtown to your right and a creek and a park to your left. Mm-hmm. You're in a beautiful warehouse building. You can see the production facilities. What a cool experience. Yeah. It, I mean, overall, yeah. I would I would say a lot of people come here to pick up beers. You can pre-order beers on their website. You can go and just walk up to the counter. They have all the beers. Their labels are beautiful. Yeah. It's the most beautiful beers I've seen. Oh, I have some of their labels on my fridge. On your yeah. fridge. Yeah, they're And cool. they're so beautiful. And they change out their beers so much that you could go back every week and get a different experience. If you live anywhere near Beacon or if you live in New York City, go go to Hudson yeah, Valley it's, Brewing. It's a really it, cool even day trip. A hundred percent. Go yeah. for the day, have some beers, get dinner in town. I, I would so highly recommend this brewery to actually sit at. And yeah. I would recommend it to get to go. If well, you don't I, I appreciate at, at the end of the day, I appreciate that they are about making really great beer, right? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Because even when we pulled up the parking lot, there's just barrels outside uh, sort of stacked. So cool. And yeah, it's just, I don't know what those were doing there, but they're like, they're just doing what they're doing to get it done almost. Yeah. And yeah. they're doing it really great. So uh, yeah, I really appreciate uh, sort of a brewery like that because it's not trying to cover up imperfections in the beer it's just saying here we've provided space for you to enjoy our awesome beer have at it and uh yeah it's a very comfortable vibe again sometimes we say there are certain places um the vibe isn't so comfortable but the beer is still good so you might want to just get cans to go this has both you can really do both here uh and there's plenty to do in the town like you said so and it's interesting because when we were actually sitting there i didn't think i was going to score it as high as i did, but as I'm talking it out and as like my mind has kind of settled a little because we yeah. went a couple hours ago, I really did love it. Yeah, I, it, I really it cool. did love my experience there and I would definitely go back. Yeah. So you heard it here, folks. Uh, a minus for uh, Hudson Valley Brewing. Brewing Is it brewing or brewery? Brewery. Brewery. I'm so bad at that. Well, every place <laughs> is a little different, so it's yeah. hard to remember. Well, sometimes they're brewing co's, sometimes they're brewing, sometimes they're, I don't know, Breweries, else, it's, yeah. it's always different, so yeah. yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. I guess that's, a, that's it for Hudson Valley. 
And uh, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, I don't know, follow us wherever you're listening to this. Again, like we said, check us out for extra bonus content on patreon.com slash agradepodcast. We post a lot more pictures of behind the scenes experiences and things like the production line and the fermenter tanks and all the other vibe aspects of uh, videos of our reactions to drinking very sour beers. (laughs) (laughs) There are some reaction shots. Yeah, for sure. Some reaction videos. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram, too, for for more content for free. Uh, You just search A-Grade or A-Grade Podcast. A-Grade Podcast on Instagram. We also have a blog on Craft Beer Diaries. The best place to start is on our Instagram, and we have links to everything there. Yeah, if you click the link in the profile, it has everything else. Uh, Different podcast platforms, Patreon extras, uh, blog where you can read our thoughts and see more pictures, all that good stuff. Yeah, we got a lot. We hope that you guys are enjoying. As usual, let us know if you have any suggestions, if you've been to Hudson Valley Brewery, if you liked it, didn't like it. If you have any suggestions for places that we can grade, we are keeping a running list. Oh man, such a list. There's so many we places got a long I want to go list. To. People keep giving me recommendations and some of them, first it was friends who were listening. Now it's just randos yeah, on, on I like, love Instagram. It. Yeah. And I'm like, oh cool. And I'm, We write them all down. Yeah, I'm starting to get worried because more and more people are messaging us from wherever. I was talking to this dude from Ukraine the other Amazing. day. Amazing. And I was like, oh, what if he starts giving me recommendations? <laughs> I guess we have to plan a Ukraine trip. So. And yeah, definitely we would love to in the future do the podcast more than once a week but you know in order to afford it the patreon would definitely help (laughs) yes yeah uh but yeah so uh please join us next week as always episodes post every monday morning at 7 a.m and uh, you can listen anytime after that so until next time thanks for joining stay safe out there drink well be well and hope to see you then thank you everybody bye bye bye